Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined as always by Badger Legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, great to see you as yes, always. Yes, sir. Oh man, I'm pumped for I'm pumped for this one. I, we got a guy who has more knowledge about a, a position that I have zero knowledge on. I don't think you have zero knowledge. I think you have zero knowledge of defensive backs besides running them over. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I got yeah, I got that knowledge, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 well, we have Brandon White, uh, former Badger receiver, uh, what president and CEO of the Receiver Factory, founder. I don't know what exactly your title is, but uh, yeah. he's just that dude. All of them, all of them, you know, all of them. We don't ever pick one, right? <laughs> Why limit you know, yourself? Whatever time it is, it's whatever. Okay, maybe a CEO today, maybe it's founder today, you know. As you guys know, we are, in fact, presented by BetOnline.ag. The football season is in full swing on the gridiron. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100 when you do. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Let's just get right into it. BYU. All right. So, so let me, well, what I'm going to get into is why is the receiver factor so interesting? Like, what's up with that one? What? Do you, I mean, when I watch your Instagram yeah, stuff, maybe I'm just hurting about It's a when big I, deal, Bernie. It's a big when I watch that stuff. I don't. I'm like these guys are doing something I have never seen in my entire life. And they, it, it, it. If I was a DB, it would. I'd be dead. I'd, my legs would break in half. My knees would be shattered. <laughs> How on earth did you even come up with this? Like you, you told me a little bit. Like you took from what you learned at yeah. college into the next realm. But dude, yeah. you're like went into outer space and are now a superhuman wide receiver coach. How on earth did that happen? Well, Bernie, let me tell you one thing, like, let's just to keep it real and humble with you, like, first of all, you saying that, like, just makes me feel good, by the way. Um, second of all, Bernie, man, man, did you ask me that when we were standing there? You said, how did it happen? And I had to, like, take a real reflection. I had to say, well, damn, I don't know. And I remember where, like, when I came up with the idea it was from purely being lazy. I said, I don't want to work for anybody ever. And I'm like, man, I'm not about to work for nobody. So I said, hold on, I'm in Wisconsin. Maybe I'm an ex-athlete with some skill and I could teach your kids. So it started there like, hey, guys, give me a paycheck for teaching your kids some skills. Then it started like really with about uh, 10, 12 kids in Minnesota, like just randomly. Like I didn't even charge them. Uh, like basically like, hey, y'all get here. Let me show the world what I'm doing. Okay. And, and, and then. We met a pro. We met another pro. But Bernie, I don't know how it got, it got here, Bernie. I really don't know, man. Like four years later, yeah, we work with the best in the world. And we talk to the best in the world every single day. That's amazing, dude. Who? So you've worked with a, with a ton of guys. Um, mm -hmm. who, who, have you, who are you most proud of or who have you seen the most growth out of in your time working with them? Well, there's a couple of men. I got it. Well, that's the first of all, that's a fantastic question. Um, 
Most probably. Oh, Stefan Diggs is hard not to give it to Stefan Diggs, boy. That's my dude. You know, I call him Diggy now. You know, I call him Diggy. So when I met Diggy, Diggy committed to the system, man. Diggy, I met him through Jarvis Landry. And Jarvis, like, hey, my boy coming one day. He didn't tell me it was Diggs. So all of a sudden, Diggs show up. I'm like, oh, that's Diggs. This is like four years ago now. And then Diggs, like, Diggs gonna call me. Diggs gonna, Diggs in the process. Diggs wanna break down this game. He wanna break down the field. Like, Diggs is not, he's a nut about this whole thing. Y'all have no idea. He's really a nut about it. And there's this crazy story about Diggs earlier this year, bro. I'm sitting on the field. Diggs is sitting on the sideline. And I walk over, I'm getting water. We're getting water. He's sweating. He's looking at the field. And he was talking to himself. And I said, what did he say? He was like, he was looking at the air. And he was like, I'm really like that. And I'm like, huh? Who you talking to, boy? And he's like, <laughs> I really like that. Diggs is a dude who can feed himself and build himself and want it better than you know. He's, like, he's telling himself, looking in the air, saying, I'm really like that. Yeah, sometimes you gotta cheer for yourself, boy, because nobody else gonna hype you up. I love but go that. ahead. Diggs is the guy I love the most. I love that. And I won't say love the most, but I love Diggs. Uh one of the things I, that really impressed me about Diggs, he, he's someone who came into the league as a burner, but now I mean he's got the best footwork in, of anybody it, out there. It, it, no accident either. No accident. Yeah, he really takes the, the time and the attention to that. So he's that guy. Yeah, no, nah, Diggs is my favorite, man. I love him. I love him. It's only a couple of these guys. Remember, these guys, the millionaire, the rich, are doing everything. It's only a couple of these guys who I can call every day and say they're going to answer. So for me, that I appreciate that. Like, hey, Odell. So I talk to Odell every, every game, whatever. Odell, I know you could be talking to Drake or LeBron, but for some reason you call little old B wife on the receiver factory on Sunday. So uh, you, when I get in relationship with these guys, I love it. I love it. It feeds into me. But Diggs is one of those guys that you might love up close in person. But be white. That's always been you. You've always been someone like I think I'm kind of like that. Like people gravitate towards you. They you, you're a positive dude. You're always in a good mood. I mean, that's what I loved about you when I first met you. Like you always pumping up other guys. And I think that's what what we share. Mm-hmm. But dude, how special is it that you have an influence on the NFL? Well, Bernie, let me tell you what's so weird about it. So sometimes I look up, right, and it's just okay. I look up. I look around. I'm like. So I seen the phone calls from Jerry Judy. I see the phone calls from, uh, like I said, OBJ, and I see the whole NFL game. And I say, okay, we got America's game here, and we literally have a handprint on it. Like, like literally, you could walk out there on Sunday and see everything that we do in like a big influence way. That's a big deal, right? I mean, yeah. like, but I don't think about it often. But I think it's, I think it's cool, man. I just think it's cool, B. Dude, I think it's so awesome. I mean, you are influencing. Once again, America's game, the, the best of the best of the best play in the NFL, and you are coaching them to even be better. I th- listen, yeah, dude, that's, I, cool. that's why I think what you're doing is, is so cool. I'm, yeah, so happy, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm so happy for you. You know what's weird? I bet you uh, one of your questions is like, so, hey, why didn't you coach for anybody or anything like that? Right. Kind of. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm about, I'm about to, I'm about to be what I'm, I'm about to read the question I wrote down. <laughs> Right. What made you want to go into this area of player development as a as opposed to a more traditional coaching route? Hey, because I was thinking niche, man. I'm just being real. I was thinking, hey, there's this small little window here, but there's so many people in the whole world. Like, that's a receiver. Even when they're young, you're a receiver, a running back, or a quarterback. It's like, even when you're four years old, that's how you want to be. So I'm thinking, like, hey, man, 
Hey, listen, listen, listen. Why we can't create this super niche? And that, no, I don't work for this. I don't work for that. You see in my bio, I say clearly to the world, I don't get you faster. I don't get you stronger. Like, this ain't my expertise. But right. we're going to get you open. And I just saw a niche and I saw an area. And I just saw, like, a space. And we got superstars. And I knew, you know, Bernie know I got a little one-two still in my... And I knew what I had in my DNA. And I said, let's just work with these guys, man. And I, 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 that was it, man. That was my only thought process. Are you still, like, are you, you know, do you go to high schools? Like, do you do high school level or are you only what happened NFL is, guys? They got big, Bernie. So, like, my team worked with most of the high schoolers. Okay. So, I had to duplicate myself. So, I, I like, I've really built a real team. So, there's more people that come to the receiver factory that never saw me before. Got it. So okay. they never ever, ever worked with me before. You know what I mean? So I normally get out there with the big dogs. Man. That Just is scheduling I, it, the time. And like, come, if you really want to do it, you would be on the field with a kid every single day. You have to like, like prioritize and figure it out and monetize sure. and grab your, your coaches. So most guys don't see me. They've never met me before. Do you, do you, do you like just love to watch, you know, your guys will tell you, how special it is to coach high school guys? Because you can see such a big jump. What yeah. is that like? Are you guys part of the recruiting process to other schools? Like, do Bernie. coaches call you? Do you have? I mean, and then Bernie, to build bigger. Question, Bernie. Uh, you <laughs> asked the wrong question, Bernie. You asked the wrong but right question. So, bro, I'm just keeping it real, and this is don't believe in badgers, right? So, I'm ten. I'm just telling you what really happens. I send guys to every school in the country. Like Ohio State's best receiver before he left, Jamison before he went to Alabama, it was me. Like I, I worked with all these dudes and I called them. So Brian Hartline, Ohio State's receiver coach, calls me directly about drills, about what athletes, what athletes he want me to work with. Alabama does the same thing. Last year, no one knows. I was almost the receiver coach of the University of Maryland. I didn't want to do it. So Maryland coach Loss came from Alabama and said, man, I got to go get him. And he brought me in. They gave me the job. Like, hey, it's yours. Then seven days later, like, I'm flying back. I'm like, man, dang. Like, dang, like, do I really want to do this? And then some things happened where it didn't work out. But, yeah, in the recruiting process, we're bigger. And the only reason I say that is because I think we can help our home team. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> I'm right down the street, man. And I can get you a phone conversation with the best, baddest boys around. It's like there's no communication. So I'm not saying that nothing to be bad against the Badgers. I'm just saying there ain't no communication. And I'm the guy right down the street. Yeah, that seems a, a little wonky to me. I, I I mean, that's the word I'll use. I, I have I have other words that are, don't we can't say really on the I mean we yeah, can't. We we can. not, we're not doing yeah. we're not blaming anyone. I'm just telling yeah. you. Yeah. But but so I love the layers, dude. So yes, like, I can help. I can help us, boy. So I you are really but you're like face of you know you help you're recruiting people are calling you for advice coaches want to know what you're doing on all the yeah, levels yeah, yeah. i would assume and then in That's the good. nfl is it the same like do coaches call you like hey we well, want to pick this uh, dude up so my number one one of my number one receivers right now is uh uh bad boy is van jefferson you saw a little article post football focus read on him but uh his dad is you know, his dad is a long time NFL wide receiver coach. His dad's future plans is to be a next uh, 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 NFL head coach. They consult with me directly. They send their son to me. Now, he's an NFL coach. I'm not saying what I can do. I'm just saying, why would he send him to me? 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, when I say I got conversations with the NFL, like, there's so many conversations, the phone calls that came randomly. My right-hand man, my mentor, is Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner. So the boss of this whole Big Ten, before he became the boss of the Big Ten, he was he picked me up and said, hey, boy, I think you got a gift to inspire young men. So I got a couple power pieces in the playbook, but right now we're just playing football, Bernie. Listen, I, I'm, I'm proud that I have Van on my fantasy team and I'm pumped yeah. that you're his coach, which is, I mean, dude, think about how cool that is. Like it's a whole, I mean, it's completely ridiculous, but we never even set out for this. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like you know so, I mean? we never even thought about it. <laughs> so let's take a step back then. Cause I'd love to hear dude, you're from Florida. What made you choose the cold Midwest Wisconsin? How did I know that question was going to come up? (laughs) And I said, well, first of all, there's this beautiful woman behind me who had got this whole thing set up. And when I left college, she was already working at the University of Wisconsin. So she's been uh, like a dean, almost a dean there for like the last 15 years. So I had to figure out what we're going to do. And then, man, like, I don't know. I think there's peace and I think there's beauty in Madison, Wisconsin. I think there's something special in Madison, Wisconsin. I think it's, it's just magic in here. I think it's like like true, true getaway peace. So I live in Miami and Fort Lauderdale and the, the fast going, the boom, the bang. And I can come to Madison, Wisconsin and just say, ah. and I can be a regular guy when I go to the grocery store and everything. And at the, I, I, love, I just love Madison. So I, I didn't leave B. I don't know why I didn't leave B, but I didn't leave B. <laughs> But so, but what made you choose this? I mean, like, how, oh, they got you. Oh, yeah, you must okay, have had okay. other. I got to keep it real. They got me. <laughs> so you got to. If anyone ever met the guy Henry Mason, yeah, I was okay. So that's my he's next question. He's, he's, he's about as slick and as good as he can get. Yes. So he was recruiting me heavy to come here, and Henry Mason made me say yes. I was only Henry Mason and Lee Evans. Like they convinced I mean, me. Yeah. Two pretty and solid and guys. And, 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 and no complaints about nothing, though, B. Everything good. Everything good, B. So I didn't have the Wisconsin career I wanted, but everything worked out. Listen, did you listen? You were special on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get. It was just a different time. We had a lot of bodies. We had JO. We had DC. We had B. Will. Don't forget B. Will. Like, so we had things happening. You know what I mean? And you had OD. There was a lot of to know, like, uh, what type of player I was deep down. It only takes like real teammates. Cause the world probably won't know what type of player Brandon White was. They just probably won't. There was a, you, it's funny. Cause there was a lot of dudes back then that we had who were very good at their position and we just couldn't get everyone on the field. I just don't, there wasn't enough place. It like, it, what's weird. It doesn't look like, look like we need those guys. Now? We, oh, we need them now. Like we need a room full of these guys. Like, <laughs> hey, who was recruiting these guys? And I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying, like, hey, all right. Doesn't yeah. it look like we need those guys again? It, it looks like we need every single one of them. Listen, I, I, I don't think you can find the Lee Evans just all day, every day. I don't You're not going to go pick them up. But you got to go find but them. Dude, dude, you don't even know. V, listen, I live in the melting pot. I live where they're born. I'm there. You can find Lee Evans three times over a boy. We can send him to Wisconsin. I swear we can find them all. The, there's, bro, there's little tight ends and stuff right now. There's guys who do stuff in Florida that we can hand pick and send them right here. So I don't believe in that, right? There's some big time stars out there being born every day. 
nah, we can have a team full of nah. That's nah. Not and you late. think they would want? You think they want to come? Well, well, but that's, well, well, whose job is that on? Well, I, good question. I actually, for me, that's what the people are talking to him like, hey man, get this guy home and make him feel like he's this home. But yeah, why well, I came? You came? Well, I, I, you're we right. I think we're lacking uh, a coach Mason. Uh, that guy was one of my favorite coaches. Even during a game, he'd make you laugh. All right. Well, let me ask you this, B. Let me flip the mic back on you. And I hope you got. I know you don't do this much in your show. So what about Coach Mason that he brought to the table? Don't tell me Coach Mason. Tell me what he did. Like, so who? What? What? You missing like a, a slick stalker? Uh, uh, a real like? Uh, who are you missing, B? Well, I tell you, Coach Mason. But Coach know Mason Coach. knew a lot about you. He cared about you. He asked you questions about you. So he was invested in in you and your person, the person you are outside of just football. It wasn't only football. Mm-hmm. I think he tried to make everyone better, and I think he talked to people in a respectful way. I don't remember him blowing up on dudes and like, you know, MFing people. I don't think that wasn't his game. Um, So you think, so, so, so you think we're missing that right now somewhere? I think we're missing a coach. There's no element to that for our team. There's no element to our team that has that. Keep it real. We talking real now. I mean, do I, I don't know. I, I think we're missing. I think we're missing. Like coach Huber was a total, Yes. Like psycho, yell at you, go. But I think we're Palermo, missing that. Palermo. Palermo. But I think we, we are missing guys. that. We, we need, need those guys. guys. But I don't know. Like you tell me, you deal with more more kids than I do. Mm. On the real, can those kids handle being cursed at and told that they suck? If that's or or do we need guys who who aren't going to do that, but who are like a coach Mason who like really invest in you? But Coach Mason was a good coach, and he tell you when mm. you messed up, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. I think, like Bernie, you asked a real good question, man. Because there's a th- there's a real fine line in getting the best out of someone, like where it's mfing or hugging them. There's a fine line, but we need the we need the mfer who can figure out that fine line and walk it. So whether you got an mf a guy today, whether you got to pick up a guy today, we need the guy who's gonna get the best out of a guy. Because the bottom line is getting the best out of you, boy. It's not breaking you down. It's not yelling at you. It's not. T- I'm just trying to do what I can do now to get you to there. So we need the guy who can figure out that line. You, f- they, that's for y'all. That's why they pay y'all this money. Figure out a way to get the best out of this kid. And then, Come so let's, on, let's, let's, listen, I'm with you because we're not getting the best yeah. out of our guys right now. Sometimes it's going to take an MF, but sometimes it's going to take a hug. You're the one who's supposed to figure it out. Yeah, I completely agree. Me, you dollar coach of Wisconsin, figure it out. Figure out how to get this good to perform. Right. So, so then, or what, are, coach. what are you seeing then from the wide receivers? Or you can just go the whole offense since they're not really producing, but. If you want to stay specific to wide receivers, what are you seeing that like you either like or don't like? I'll tell you a couple of things without us getting into it, B. And I don't want to talk about Wisconsin offense too much or too much about it. But I'll tell you this: what I see, I see the same guys who got open a couple of years ago. I see the same guy who made a bunch of catches like Big Jake. He's the ball player, been a ball player. I see a lot of our receivers who there's not a lot of separation these days and not a lot of big plays being made, but there was years where we could say this same guy, DD or prior, they made plays. So I'm saying I, these are the same guys, right? We didn't downgrade and get a worse set of guys. Like these guys that we won with, made plays with big Jake's a superstar. Like, so these same guys are not producing the same. So what's up with that? 
Cause we all, it's easy to say, hey, well, we don't got the right guys. But we got a receiver core that's uh, but listen, these guys made plays and touchdowns for us. These guys made catches and win for us. So I don't know, they're not getting to put in the right position, or, or, or they're they're not getting the right opportunity on the field, or they're not running the right. But it, these are the same guys who can make a play. We don't have the best receiver in the country, but I won't bash them. These guys can make a play, boy. Let's not just don't play that. They can make a play. It ain't all on them. It ain't on them. No, I'm not bashing them. I've always been a fan of them. I actually think Kendrick yeah. Pryor's fantastic, and I think Danny Davis plays a good role at wide receiver, and he's been there. He's their leaders. And what about Jake? Jake, I mean, the, yes, he's he's fantastic. You know, he'll be he's one of the best tight ends in the country. Why are these guys not catching a lot of balls? What's happening there, Bernie? I, to be, I mean, What's for me, I think here? it's play calling. I think it's play calling, and I, I think we're not we don't have a playbook that is open. We're not shifting. We're not motioning. We're not giving these guys the opportunity to get open to make plays. That's all it is, B. They're yeah. the same guys, boy. They can go catch a ten yard out route. Regard, trust me. We got to put them in position, man. I just think they're not in the same position. Same guys, they're in different positions all year. My question is then, especially like, you know, I mean, even like Chimery DK, I mean, do, he can play too. Like he, he can definitely, he can yeah. play, he can get open, yeah. but I'm not gonna, I don't know. I, I, I've spent too much of my time being mean to Jack Dunn. So I'm not going to be mean to Jack Dunn today. No, I hate not, I hate not. Um, But let's talk about that scheme a little bit more. I mean, yeah, let's get into that. Like, let, let let's talk about what you see because I mean, Wisconsin power run. We know we we, we know what we're going to see. But when yeah. this offense has been its most successful under Chris, whether he's the head coach or the offensive coordinator, we've seen a lot more balance, and you've seen a lot more yeah. of whether it is those pre snap shifts, the motion, or unique, uh, unique uh, route concepts. You you know and mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. matching, and we're not getting we're not getting that what is that do you think that's a product of the fact that the offensive line is having trouble blocking anyone is that do you think a quarterback with a limited knowledge of the playbook or you know what what do you see there well i think it's a product of all of the above right it's a product of a product of a product so it started here with this with the qb it started with the line over here it started with the play corner so we're seeing a product of a like a compilation of products like in front of us like it was like if we only have one of these little products as an issue, we wouldn't be talking about it, right? We just got like this, this like this, this certain situation where all of these products start showing up. Like, hell, it's not just that, but it's that. It's not just that, but it's not the play calling, but it's that. And it's not just the athleticism we're getting, but it's the the position we're putting them in. So there's a product of a product of a product playing right in front of all of us, and it's like start from the small to the big, like you guys were saying. And you guys hinted at it and said, uh, you guys hinted at play calling. You guys hinted at the situation you put them in. You guys hinted at like some more pre-play stuff we can do. So it's a product of all these little things and it's turned into one big pile of you know what. It, it, it really has. <laughs> that's just, that's keeping it real. No, it, and our offense looks very sad. And I think it. you're right. I think it is a product of a product of a product. It's the O-line's not picking up the blitz. The QB's uncomfortable. We're not getting people where they need to be. We're not putting people in positions to be successful. You know, yeah, so don't we're not shipping the ends. Like yeah. we're not doing anything we used to do, yeah. which is crazy to me. Yeah. And 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 then again, 
Man, this show is believe in badges, man. So I believe in us, man. I'm not here to bash nothing, man, at all. Like, at all. Like, hey, coach, if you want me to send you a couple recruits, I got you. But, you know, so this is no negativity. It is just saying, like, you know, it ain't, it ain't, it's not working right now. It's not working. Listen, you're, and I'm the same way. I, I'm not, I'm not, I tried my hardest not to bash guys because I was that guy. You know, someone could yeah. have been doing a podcast bashing me. Um, yeah. I didn't make every block. There's no way. Um, but I, I put a lot of blame on the coaching staff because I think that's where it has to be laid out, laid out, laid out because mm-hmm. you're only as good as your coaches are and, and where they the put you in the plays they man. call. So period. period. Yeah. I don't, I, so I put a lot at their feet, but let's talk about this and let's talk about something a little different. We played, you played with Jimmy Leonard. What yeah. do you just love about that guy? Hey, Luke, I, hey, listen, I was, I was a freshman year, man. I'm running like a deep ball down the sideline, and I hit him pretty good, like, bing, 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 boom. I got him. I'm running. I'm running. I got him by, like, two yards. Bro, the ball's falling out of the air, bro. I swear he just hit two or three more inches that I've never seen before. And he went and picked it off, and I was thinking, hey, that's not real. And then there's games I've seen with that little dude, man, who just he, – he, he, he showed up. He was there, boy. He – he he didn't only just embody the work and the mentality of Wisconsin Walcorn or whatever. He showed up. Well, y'all gotta give him credit. Jim showed up. Jim showed up, man. And he he did some stuff that made you say, like the dunk, the slam dunk and that little the team thing we did. Remember that, Bernie? Uh, when he I mean, when that, he hit that thing with two hands. You remember that? that? Awesome. Yeah, boom. He's like, got he us. was just little guy. So he was that for real. He was yeah. the real deal for real. And when it was the time. To be the real deal, he was the real deal. That one-handed interception he made versus Indiana when they just threw it over there, he just plucked it out. That punt return we had late versus, I think that was Penn or Mitch. At home of something, he got that thing. But just know he showed up when it was time to show up. But and that's, my, that's the only thing we need out of a superstar. I'll tell you what. At, he, he was a superstar in the time. And what I respect the most out of that dude, he never fair caught a punt. Like he, yeah, he was ready. Oh my God, we put our yeah, best guys on punt return and he caught every ball and returned them. And that's a scary position for a superstar. Like he wasn't Come just on, like man. our fourth or fifth string, you know, running back or wide receiver. This was our number one best defense, one of the best defensive players. We had some really good guys. He was an all American safety. Three years. All-American, and he's catching all every American punt and running. Way. Yeah. Like, like you watch real this. life all American guy. So let's remember who we talked about. He was a real yeah. all American. Like they voted him that. But still, that that to me was extremely respectful. I mean, yes, his accolades on defense were outstanding, but his returnability is just on punt return. Well, he just showed up, man. Whenever it was going to be that time, it's somehow like 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 the like the the superhero or something show up. He never missed the moment to show up, boy. Not and that's never. the difference between greats, boy. If it was a great moment, he made a great play every time. How many times did you do that before you before you consider greatness? Right, right. Dude, I when I saw him dunk that basketball, though, you're right. I think I was like, man, we are weird stuff. It was weird stuff that he did that made me say he was the real deal. Yeah, so I would agree. Other TV could say like, oh, that was hype. He was in position. There's stuff in real life I saw him doing. I said, hey, he's really like that. Like Stephon Diggs on the field, I'm really like. He just wasn't saying it. He just wasn't saying it to himself. But he's one of those guys you could say, yeah, he was really like that. Like, really like that, B. Yeah. 
What, what I'm you... gonna tell y'all one thing real quick, B. Yeah. This this Diggs thing threw me off. Uh, and the receivers I seen. So the receivers I got and everybody we work with, right? There's a couple of guys I ran into in my life, and I said, "Hey, boy, he's really like that." And I want to share that with you. There's a couple of times I left the football field, getting ready to go train the guy. Now I see the best of the best now. There's a couple of times I seen a dude run, jump, moving, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> now this is no slight to my best of my best of my best guys that I love. There's three dudes. I walked on the field and I left the field and say, hey, I've never seen that before. Okay, one was Jerry Judy in high school. I'll go to the field. They tell me, hey, the number one receiver in the high school is out here. It was Calvin Ridley. So Calvin Ridley was the guy out there. Like, but Jerry would just do like a sophomore, tall, big, and I say, Well, who is that? <laughs> and even Calvin Ridley is a bad boy. He sure. stood out that way. But the next one was Odell Beckham. Trust me. You can say what you want to say about Odell. He's dropping real high. He's running real fast. He's real quick. He's a real, real bad, bad boy that you <laughs> leave the feeling. You say, oh, my gosh. And then this is my young man for Alabama who uh, transferred to Alabama right now, Jameson Williams, who came from Old State. And these guys, I stepped on the field and I said, Bernie, trust me, it's weird, boy. Up close in person, these guys are weird. They're like real life Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Yeah. Like, Actually, they're different. <laughs> I like, I like I'm gonna do one of my other guys, but these guys, I literally saw them jump and catch a ball or do a move or something. And I said, oh, my. And Odell, Odell, probably your best receiver I've ever seen in my whole life. And I'm just keeping it real. And I don't care what people got to say about him. Odell is really good. Yeah, I love that. Real life Ferraris and Lamborghinis. We need some Ferraris like and Lamborghinis. Real life. real life is like F-150 out here, boy. <laughs> like, we, we really rolling. <laughs> So what? So like what? So what do you see? I mean, is it just the jumping? Is it the moving? Or do you see something like your eye for wide receivers? What is that something that you see that's so special? Man, they got that little. They got that little bit of basketball in them, man. Like every one of the slickest ones, they got a little <laughs> like crossover. <laughs> like they got like a little. <laughs> like it's not the normal run here, break down, sit down. They sit down different. They it's prettier. It's, <clears throat> it's in motion. It's flow. And then the best ones, bro. They're the biggest dogs. I never knew this. So the best ones, like the dudes who the richest, the highest paid, the most steps, they want to work out all the time. They literally outwork you. By the way, I mean that's, like, that, that was Jerry Rice. Yes. I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Oh no, yeah, that, 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 I mean that—that's Jerry Rice. That—that's that, why. That's what made him the greatest. Which Nobody weird, outworked right? Jerry Rice. Like you guys are already at the top, and then Odell, why do you call me after every game? Like Diggs, why you call me? Like it's so cool. Go get in your Lambo, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they want it. They just want it more. And it's just—it's weird to me. Like they're the best, but they want to work out more than the rest of them. And it's like you know, that's a combo. Well. I mean, that's a combo that you love to to see. You want them yeah. on your team. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been on a little team right now. Slowly. Yeah, that's great. So so what's next for Receiver Factory? So right now, man, like, I don't know, like, without giving too much, uh, I just, you know, I love this, Bernie, and I feel good and I feel young, right? I feel lightweight. I could do this. I mean, I get tired of doing this. I want to go sit in someone's office on the NFL team and I'll go be their wide receiver coach and I'll walk off into the wind. But in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and build this one. 
and we're trying to create the factory 15. That's the same the comparison to the elite 11. So the elite 11 that with the quarterbacks that's been around for 20 years, we want to be the factory 15. We're doing a uh, real close to signing with Brand Jordan. So we'll be one of the first, like, these brands that actually shine to Jordan like the big dogs. So mm-hmm. we got some moves in place, but really, let's get as much guys open as we can. Then I'll fall off in the wind, and I'll be the New York Giants receiver coach. That's come to the Jets. The- <laughs> no, come, <laughs> to, no, come to the, the Bills. The Bills, come, come, come be with Stefan every day. Come to the Bills, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Well, that's the plan. That's the plan. So and you know, so you, hey B, you are uh, fans of Gary V. Am I? I know Gary V. Are you fans of Gary V? I know Gary V. Who's that? B might be with the Jets affiliation. None. I, who's no Gary affiliate? V? No nothing. He's a Jet. All right, whatever. We'll talk about this off the camera. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> but I know him well. <laughs> I but wish uh, I knew all the Jets. Yeah. I, the problem is. They stink. I wish I knew. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. That's your guy. That's one of your big Jets guys. So you got to kind of know him. No, he's a, he, he's like a he's like a motivational guy, like a uh, yeah. like entrepreneur. He's like you know he he has like a he has a huge following on like Instagram and stuff like that. He's yeah. he's about huge. as big as you can get. Yeah, and he's, he, he's he's one of the biggest guys. The next best owner, but enough about that. What I want to do is I want to holler at Matt 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 Perk. Hey Matt, uh, uh, tell me something. Anything like. You know, I just went to rumbling and we went to talking. Did we miss anything, Matt? You want to? Who, who was the who was the who was the toughest corner that you played against? Whether it was on the Badgers or on a on another team? Scott Starks. <laughs> Too easy. Scott Starks. Scott Starks. He was he was just like a little aggressive, little ten, you know tenacious little guy, real fast, real quick, real getting your face. Like you don't as a receiver, you just don't like the guys who are gonna get in your face. Even if you're known to beat the press well, like I had no problem with it. You just don't want a dude bugging you, man. And he's one of them little dudes who's up in you, man. And so yeah, he was a top or Devin Hester. Now I grew up with Devin. So me and Devin have been best friends since literally since since we were born. Like we me and Devin. And so Devin was my biggest rival in Palm Beach, Florida. Like if the paper or the big game was coming out. It was always about me and Devin Hester. He's the and fastest dude. Up. He's the fastest dude you know. Devin Hester. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, he's fa- like, okay. Like for real though. Like just literally. I don't know what you guys seen. I saw him. I grew up with this. Is my boy, and Devin Hester is. Yeah, yeah. Then let me just say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything you can say, yeah, yeah. You know the answer is yeah. Is he fast? Yeah. Is he good? Yeah. Is he that? Yeah. It's like, that's Devin. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm going to say, yeah. What made Lee Evans special? His mentality. That boy had, that boy, bring, even to this day, so he's one of my biggest, like, supporters in this. When this, the whole thing came out, people I know behind the scenes, it's Lee. And uh, his mentality different than, 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 than ours. He got more discipline. He got more focus than the average man. He going to get up and do what's supposed to be done every day more consistent than us. It's not like he can catch the ball better, but at 10 out of 10, he going to catch it. The other dude might do a 7 out of 10. He going to be there. And then his brain is really, 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 really strong. And he goes into it. And he stays there. He does everything on purpose. He ever does, does 
things on rhythm. He brings in the people that he needs around him. He tunes totally into the job being done. I remember this one silly story. We sitting on the sideline during the game. Coach Mason yelled at his one young receiver. I ain't going to say his name. And then he was over there telling Lee. And this in the game. And Lee looked at him, right? Lee said, listen, I really don't give a <laughs> And now all we do is laugh about now. It's like the ball is so focused. Like, he was like, Hey man, we bought the he looked over and we all sitting on the sideline laughing, like, Ooh, you heard what he told him? But it's just like Lee's like, nah, Lee like laser focus, boy. He the same guy who would beat you in those little mini basketball games in a uh little, pop shot. He, he's, he won't miss. I promise you, he can lock into different levels. So I think the biggest thing about Lee is his mentality. There's somewhere he can go. Okay, next question. Oh. Uh, young receivers listening to the show, one piece of advice for a high school receiver who's aspiring to play D1 ball. What's one piece of advice you would give them? Mm. And this is just on anything. Yeah. It could be technique. So it could be mentality. It could be whatever. Well, man, if I can only shit a dude down, man, you guys got to understand it ain't got nothing to do about football. I got to say, hey, man, hey, young man, hey, young man, hey, hey, young man, no matter what's going on here, will you leave the room, young man? You want the people to maybe say three things. You want to say, hey, man, hey, I don't know, but when I saw that dude, he was glowing. I don't know. Uh, it looked like he had a glow to him. What I mean, and I'm, I'm getting to something when I say this. I say, also, I don't think the dude said much. Now, he didn't say nothing. He was just kind of floating through the room. Matter of fact, the third thing, I don't even think that dude walked in the room. I think he was floating everywhere. What I mean is be the best version of yourself, boy. Clean yourself up. Never have a negative comment they can say about you. You never even open your mouth about nothing. You clean everything about you up and you walk around like that. So when you leave the room, they say, hey, boy, he was floating. Hey, boy, he was glowing. And I can't say nothing about him because he didn't give me anything. So it got nothing to do with football, but it got to you being the best possible version of you. And that's what I want to talk to a young man about. And you make sure when you leave the room, they, they your nickname is Fiji. And that boy was like water. He was clean. He was clean. And that's <laughs> it. You be that guy in life. And you go be that guy, the best version. So I would probably tap into something like that. And I probably don't answer your question. But yeah, I'm going to grab a young man, a young bull who don't know what he's walking into. And I'm going to say, hey, clean yourself up first, boy. Before you clean everything up out here, clean yourself up. Water. You need to go and, and, and just be a speaker and write a book. Don't Bro, you, that's what just, they, they, the you know, they want me to speak, Bernie. They keep saying that I'm going to be a preacher and speaker. I keep saying, hey, I ain't ready for that now. But you you're going to be great at it, dude. You're going to be that's awesome. What we want Fiji, though. We want Fiji. We want that guy, but clean yourself up. Well, you know what's funny about that is I think back to our days, which is a long time ago, and I think nothing bad about you at all so ain't that weird ain't that kind of weird right like but it's good you gotta think about it because i think nothing bad about you right so yeah. something happened where we were close to fiji yeah. well there were when dudes we back, you, even dudes that i'm that i love to this day you still think back you can like, think of some bad stuff yeah yeah it wasn't full fiji yet it wasn't fully fiji well what if we had a team full of fijis out there they didn't have any fears. They didn't have any anxieties. They didn't have any worries. They didn't have any. They did the right thing and was ready for the job. Boy, that's cool, boy. So as a recruiting coach, it could start by coach by coach. 
okay, I'm going to make my room PG. Then you make your room PG. I'm going to make that room PG. All of a sudden, the whole team, damn, Aquafina. You know what I mean? They're going to start with a big-ass agenda. Hey, let me grab this dude and clean this dude up. Yeah. Let me grab this dude and clean this one up. So you know go, building off of that, what 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 dude that you played with at Wisconsin was the most Fiji? Ooh. Besides Bernie, hey, obviously. Be hey, it gotta be John Tord though, right, Bernie? I, I mean, it, it, I was thinking you can't, you can't say nothing about John Tord, can you? You can't say no, Jonathan Orr was the nicest dude. He was a preacher. He, 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 was a preacher. he didn't he go to the bars. On the team. Yeah, he didn't go to the bars. He Everything he did now, was just off the top of my head. So, Bernie, who was your Fiji? I just threw something out there. Like, oh, yeah, that guy was pretty clean. I mean, I, J.O. was probably on, would be on my list because he really yeah. was was super kind to everyone. And he never went to the bars. He never drank. He never did. He never talked about women in a disrespect. Like, he never really did anything that was negative at all. And he actually prayed for us. He actually helped Bible study for us. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Matt, Matt, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jo. I I think I I have to go Jo. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I, I think it's something him. that we all should strive for, right? Like this for is sure. a cleaner version of ourselves. I was reading that uh, uh that uh that uh live like a monk book the other day. Yeah. And one of the things that stuck with me is that three C's they talk about. The three C's that they say that's like really brings negativity and it's complaining, comparing, or criticizing. So I watch anyone who's doing one of those three, or I'll watch when I'm doing those three. And those three start changing stuff up. Like you don't compare what you were doing and what they should have did. How you don't criticize and you don't complain. You just don't let it roll off your lips. If you can stay in the three C's, right, then you cleaner already. Like I just don't get caught up in. I never heard him complain. I never had to criticize. He don't compare. He chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's those type of thoughts and it's those type of mindsets that can turn your whole team into Fiji. But it's like real, boy. You got to have a real movement and a real situation. It's real coming through. This ain't no a new job. It is real. Okay, I'm, I'm titling yeah, this podcast Getting to Fiji because that I, I think that's what we're all trying to attain at this point. In life, right? Yeah. You know, I like nobody like, tell yeah. me like just be the best version of you. I don't. I ain't saying be me or be him. I'm just saying it be the healthiest version of you. Be like the most like willpower version of you. Be the most positive version of you. Be the most optimistic version of you. Be the guy who doesn't do three C's of you. That's it. Wait, be the best of you, boy. So that's all it comes down to. So building off. So building off of that, what? In terms of your own personal life, what's been the biggest challenge to get to, to get there? I went through everything, so I, I I went through mental health. So I went to I was one of the deepest mental health patients that you guys will ever know. So when that program was building, and when you see those fifteen thousand, twenty thousand views, and you see all those guys out there, most of the time someone had to coach me to get on the field that day. They had to say, "Hey, B, get in the car." Oh, we only got to drive ten minutes. And I'm like, "Boy, I ain't driving. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get in the car." Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't drive anywhere. Like physically, like I had anxiety. But you turn on the video, you see a lion. You don't see no signs of that. You don't know people had to like literally become our drivers. You don't know everything had to get set up. We had to take the shortest route to there. We can never get on the highway. We're gonna take the scenic route. We go. People don't know that. So I went through like real life mental like boom, like dark, like this for no reason though. But I never showed nobody. I never. But just figuring that out and go. Sometimes you only get out of something by going through something 
So when I talk about Fiji, when I talk about order, when I talk about peace, when I talk about chill, I say stuff that I searched for deep when I was in the dark spot. And I searched for it deep for real. And I was there with you for real, boy. And I came out of it on this side saying, well, we got to do these things to clean ourselves up. And so that's why I believe in it, you know, and because I was in there when the, when the world didn't know they the world telling me, hey, good job, boy. You got you got drivers out there today, boy. You had to, and I'm like, well, I ain't even get it. I ain't even want to get in the car today, boy. You know, they don't know that part, and they never have to. So that's pushed me to Fiji. It forced me to Fiji. It forced me to work on me. It forced me to say, what's bugging you? Forced me to say, why you ain't chilling? What's up? Forced me to say, well, who are you around? What are you doing? What are your habits? How do you eat? What do you, how do you, oh, it forced me to go in and clean up. So now when I say, if I'm going to help somebody, yeah, I'm going to clean them up first. You'll be like, I have a job for you. You should be a sports psychologist. No, I don't know. I don't know, B. I don't know, B. Listen, every, I, this, this podcast has went from like football to like mental health and Fiji, which I actually think is way more, you're right though, the mental health Dude, I was not a mental, I was not Fiji in college. Uh, not not about the drinking and going to the bars, but even on, like, I didn't complain. I didn't compare. I, I didn't do the C's, but I was, you know, like, yeah. once Talk football me, ended, dude. I had Talk no me, idea dude. what to do. So what, what you would, you would, and you still the like, and you don't got this identity as the hammer, man. Right. But, but once, you got the identity as the hammer. So yeah. now it, it leaves. Like the hammer sitting here at home, like, like you know, that that's something going on in the hammer's brain, man. Yeah, no, but I, I, you know, I definitely needed to see somebody and hear something like this, and you know, like, and there was nobody there. I think now there are a lot more yeah, people yeah, yeah. to support yeah. the students, which I think is so important, especially on this level. Well, man. Start, you got to start with awareness. Like you got to understand, people don't even know that same coach who recruited you, man. That same uh, professor who's teaching you, man, they going through it too, boy. They yep. got stuff that's messing them up. So it's like awareness in the beginning. Like, hold on, let's be aware that this could be out here. In the beginning, so they ain't gonna mess with Bernie because I ain't even aware that nothing wrong with Bernie. So I'm not even aware that this is going on. So like the, the whole environment's been just, it, it's no awareness of it. So how can I help? I don't know he going like, huh? So like, we don't know this. We ain't even think about this. We just trying to get up and go, Make sure JD don't curse us out at the, the uh, at the lift that morning because we were late. <laughs> you know, we ain't trying to think about my mental health and my future, my what what can bring me peace and calm and chill, or what can turn off of this. We don't even come across that. It come to you when you're in a dark ass place. You got to sit there, and then you got to get it. Because if you yep. now when that water come to you, then it's life or death. By the way, that water is here to save your life. Before it's just not drinking water. At this point, at this point, it's drinking life. Hey, slowly come back to life. Get an order. Pray. Journal. Read every morning. Go meditate. Get up and go work out. Hey, call a couple friends. Make sure you wake up and say 10 things you're positive for every day. Boom. This water to feed you. This water bring you back to life. This water making me the receiver. Fight. The water's making me this dude y'all see right now. Like that little sips of water. Hey, pray every morning. Hey, get up. Hey, get up every morning. Pray. Hey, tell me 10 things you're thankful for. That's water that's taking you back to life, boy. You know what I mean? Man, you, I don't know about you, Matty P, but I'm going to go through the rest of this day floating. Rest of this day? You kidding me? The rest of this week? The rest week. of this week. <laughs> Man, listen, let me tell y'all boys two things. Hey, y'all call me whenever y'all need me. 
Well, I mean, we're within the. the, the I mean, the of the week. Y'all want to talk about anything randomly, whatever it is. Call me, man. I'm sitting at home. This is what I do. This brings me life. You know, this makes me feel good. This makes me wake up and say, I was thinking about it last night. My son is home with COVID. I don't know if he has COVID, but he's home. With, we're waiting on the test, right? So I felt real bad this morning. I said, the only reason I didn't give y'all an excuse, I said, they're not going to believe me. If I tell them, hey, man, I don't feel good today. Well, let's just miss it. They're going to say, ah, oh, he's just ducking out. That's the only reason I didn't miss this thing because I said they ain't going to believe me. I don't even feel good. You know, I like real life don't feel good. And I was like, if I told them that, they're not going to believe me. So just get on there and do it regardless. Well, like more we life, really man. This more life, this more life, B. You're bringing well, me we, more I, life. Yeah. Listen, hey, look B, where I, I did it, B. Look where I did it. You can spare some life <laughs> for a lot Beautiful. of people. Come on, man. So y'all need me, man. I appreciate this. Y'all don't even know what it does. Yeah, we can have some of them conversations. I'm not, nothing about this supposed to be negative. So let's just end it with that. I wasn't coming at anybody in the offense or anything. No. It was just no. we're chopping it up. It's all positive. You know, you, know you, you got, we got to talk, you know, for this podcast, we podcast, sorry, we have to talk about something about the Badgers. Um, we did. Because, we, we did. did. No, I know. I'm just saying, like a little piece. But by when I talked to you, I said we'll do it for like ten minutes, and then the rest is going to be about you yeah, know, like know what you're doing now, other stuff. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Tell yeah, me so anything. Ask, ask me what. Tell me. <laughs> I don't know if I have much more. You know, what happened, you know why you stumped me? Because this book, it was it was bigger than that. The whole <laughs> conversation was so big. So now we want to drop down and go like. Okay, the well, after we just talked about life changing the water and everybody yeah. being, let's put on and talk about the Badgers. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, maybe we missed that one this time. Maybe we missed it. We all believe in the Badgers. We're all Badgers, so it's all cool. And it's yeah. all good. But I don't know, man. I don't have anything to say about the Badgers. I don't know what. Listen, if you, if you told me. I'll be making something up, B. What I'm supposed to say. If you, if you told me, uh, if you asked me who would I think would win every week, I'm still saying the Badgers. No matter what. Yeah. So, oh no, you guys reviewed this footage of this one, but I think we had a good one. We had a great oh, yeah. one. Yeah. It's fantastic. Awesome. And, Are you kidding maybe, me? Yeah, you know, and maybe we could talk about the Badgers again more, but this turned into, yeah, this was cool, man. This is cool. And yeah, yeah, what y'all do, this is what I needed. This is what I needed today. What y'all do is cool, though, by the way. What y'all do, and y'all get here and do this and try to, that's cool, by the way, bro. And that's part of Fiji ness. You, you know what I mean? That slowly little piece of just I'm being a clean me. You well, know? you know, I like I, I was telling Matt the other day, I mean, I think it was last night, like, you know, he came into, you know, Matt kind of came into my life randomly, right? I, I've been mm -hmm. doing this for a year or so. Yeah, how did and, that happen? Tell me uh, how that happened. I, I'll tell you how it happened. I decided to do a little thing because I just been hosting this podcast by myself, bringing on guests. It was fun. Yeah. I had a bunch of recruits on. It was really fun. Um, yeah. but I made my all 21st century Badger team and I made some Instagram graphics and I was doing a podcast series about, okay, who are the best Badgers, you know, from the last 20 years and Bernie yeah, yeah, was yeah, my yeah. fullback. So I thought Bernie, yeah, I said Hebrew <laughs> hammers. It was the obvious number one choice for, uh, yeah. for fullback. And yeah, I yeah, put yeah. a, I put a graphic up on Instagram you know, I tagged him in it being like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, it was like, well, can I see this graphic, by the way? Is yeah, absolutely. So this, <laughs> okay, so, so this graphic, I'll, I'll pull it up here in just a second for you while I'm telling the story. So right. this graphic that I got, 
that I made it was, you know, so who was my ideal Wisconsin backfield for the last 20 years? And it was Russell Wilson, no. a quarter, Russell Wilson, a quarterback, yeah, Melvin Gordon and Jonathan Taylor at running back and Bernie at fullback. Right. Oh, that's the that's backfield boy. Ooh, ooh. And so you can't forget the Calhouns of the world too. Now, <laughs> I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love I love Brian Calhoun. I lo- You're not wrong. I'm just throwing in. I little, love Anthony Davis. Like we had AD on the podcast. Like, yeah. That was a lot of yeah, fun. Right. Well, Bernie, yeah, Bernie gonna be the he gonna be the hammer. But so <laughs> Bernie, that hammer. Well, let so me see what you're I'm putting this up on, on the screen. Here's the graphic I made. Oh, on the first team. Okay, boom, boom. And so then you created one of Bernie. Well, no, it was, oh, the, it was these four the dudes. Front. That's a in the front. <laughs> yeah, it's right here on the oh, front. Leading the way. Yeah, of course. Why, who okay, else would perfect, be leading the way? Perfect, perfect. Okay, so he saw that. He saw that, and we started DMing, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, come on, just come on the show, let's talk, and we just had an instant connection, you know, and, yeah. you know, I just... How long have I been at it? Well, together we've been at it three months now, so... What? This thing's so young, infancy, and beautiful? Yeah. So I can take it wherever you want to go with it. You so, can do whatever you want with this thing. Oh so my God. one of the things that one one of my favorite, I guess, axioms that I have sort of discovered was from Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Jalen mm-hmm. Rose wrote a book, mm-hmm. and the the core message or one of the core messages of it that people come into your life for four reasons: to add, subtract, multiply, or divide. And I really, and I really believe that Matt has come into my Bernie has come into my life to he, to not just add but to multiply. Like he has, you know, helped me sort of grow and appreciate a lot of different things, even in the the three months that we've known each other now. So I really appreciate him. You know, I think he's, you know, he's the goat, man. He's 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 that dude, and it it makes me really happy and just honored to be able to work with him every week. Well, I'm gonna hey, start Bernie. crying. Hey Bernie, I was about to say, hey Bernie, that's heavy, man. It's heavy. It's I, listen. That's, I absolutely that's like, that's, like a, that's like a guy telling you your water to him. No I, matter how no, for real, you for feel, real, he is. You tell him he is. To me, your water to me, boy. You give me life. You give me inspiration. You give me motivation. <laughs> you give me a reason to wake up. Like he telling you, hey, I, you know, I use you be as water in life, and that's powerful, man. Listen, Matty P fills my bucket for sure. It's it's been a one. It's fantastic because I know how much we both love doing this together. We both mm-hmm. text almost every day. It's crazy. Like I never yeah. knew Matt before this, and now, like I, every day, I'm like, oh, what? I got to tell Matt this. I got to call him. I got to do this. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's dope. It's dope, man. It's dope. I love it. And, it and I think it's so cool oh. because I think we're doing something different. We're not just talking Badger football. We're talking about like individuals who came to play from Florida, from Jersey, from wherever New York, from wherever they came from, and then hearing about them and their experience. And I think that's different than, you know, a Badger podcast or kind of like sports radio when they're really yeah. specifically talking sports. I, I put in a request to get the nutritionist on. Like, I want to really mm-hmm. dive deep into like what, what's going on. Yeah, cool stuff like that. So, and I think it's special to have AD on and be like, AD, you're like, why on earth did you pick Wisconsin? You know, like, yeah, I just, just think it's cool. Yeah, it's chopping it up. Yeah, chop, it up. It, yeah, y'all got something really, really cool here. I am really grateful that uh, y'all thought it would be worth having me on. So yeah, thank sure. you guys uh, for that part, man. And if there's any time I can chop it up about anything on here, I get long-winded. So I won't always be this long, right? Maybe five-minute segment and cut that boy B off because he's going to talk all day. 
So maybe, you know, we got more structure. But yeah, this made me feel good today, guys. But that, that that's one of the things I love about it. Like, I don't I don't necessarily, like, there's plenty of that structure, like in sports radio. Like, I like having these open and free-flowing conversations. Like, it might be yeah. 20 minutes, it might be two hours. And e- either way, it's... At least it was authentic. At least yeah. it was real. Yeah, exactly. At least it wasn't, you know, at least it was real. It wasn't a canned soundbite. Right. And I also, a lot of people, BY, a lot of people know us or know football players from the helmet and shoulder pads. They don't know the people. They don't know the stories. They don't know what make what they're thinking about. They don't know what their experiences were. You know, people come up to me now and are like, oh, you know, you you said this, you did this, you were you love Wandos. I know you love Wandos. I'm like, yeah, because my story's out there. But I think it's special that we can take other people's stories. You know, like this Fiji thing, I'm never gonna let go. Like I love me neither. It. I don't know. It's like a concept me and my boy came up with the other day, me talking to him and it kind of developed and the three C's and like just being clean, though. like something about being like pure, man, like something about purity. Like, hey, that guy's a good guy, boy. Hey, I don't have anything bad to say about that guy. Right. Hey, right. I don't think that guy ever gossips about anyone. I don't think he ever talks bad about anyone. I don't think he either. Like, why? Like. Why we can't be one of those guys when you meet them? Why can't they be like, well, hey, I met Matt and I knew Matt. Like, I knew, like, what? I heard about him. He was a he's a bulldog now. He like him, Alex Lewis. I have the biggest collisions you've ever seen in life. So he's a bulldog. But I don't know something when I met him, boy. He was it was cool. He was nice. He was maybe he was even gentle. I think the nigga was even thoughtful. Like, I don't know. He was, and why can't be that guy? Leave him with that. Right off the field. I mean, you're right. Every people should be clean. Get your life in order. Yeah. Before we start, what what did you call him right at the beginning? Be white. Before we started, what did you call him? Who? Be Bernie. What did you call? You had you had you had a phrase for him right at the beginning, right before we started recording. Oh, when I said who he is, like he's this and he's that. Yeah. No. It was like it was like it was like uh, he's gentle. When I say he's fierce and gentle. Yeah, fierce and gentle. Time. Fierce and gentle. No, I think I said cuddly. I said fierce and something like Fierce and cuddly. But one side of it is just real, real uh, Wolverine. That's real life in there because he had to be a... But there's the other side, like Teddy Bear for real. Like, hey, man, give me a hug, boy. Hey, I pretty see what you got going on, B. Hey, he, he might even change his demeanor and talk like this. Hey, you know, I just don't want, you know he's both of them, boy, in real life. You are, you are a great judge of character. Like I feel yeah. like you just have you just you just get people. Well, I don't think I'm wrong. B, am I wrong? No, I B? think you're right. That's what I'm am saying. I, 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 are you not a big teddy bear deep down boy? Huge, huge teddy look, bear. He's, hey, look at him. Look at his face. He's turning red. He knows he's a teddy bear. He's turning <laughs> red on, <laughs> red on the cap. Look, he knows. It's just like red in his shirt. <laughs> oh my god, it's so red. Like they feel me. They know me. I don't have to just run. Uh, come on, yeah. I'll tell you I'm what. Not, yeah. I'll tell you what. Be white. We remember those things you used to. Uh, Coach White used to ask um, uh, to fill out like these, you know, like a questionnaire. And every year, not every year, but a lot of times, Greg Root and I would win. I don't know if he was a win. Um, most wanted to be in a dark alley, like to have your back. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I like winning this. Like I, I, I want. Well, one, I mean. Uh, in the the violent way, I'm like, well, this works. Like, uh, if if we're playing football, I'm not really wasn't a fighter in, in college as much as the yeah, yeah, other yeah. people were. But I love the fact that people trusted me enough to be in that alley with them. 
You know, like, yeah. they they ain't know even sometimes it's just about who got my back for real. Like, yeah. if this thing gets dirty, who not going to run? If this thing get crazy, they ain't going to leave me. If this thing get dirty, they're going to fight with me. Like, like you know, so you had the strength side that's obvious, but it was also like, hmm, I believe that he won't leave me. And it's as simple as that. Like, the person who with you says, I believe this guy right here won't leave me right now. No matter how dirty you get, we're going to go together. And they believe that. My question is, how did Clink not win that? Ooh, and Bernie, that one. Clink, Clink <laughs> probably got a lot of votes because I would. I voted for Clink. He, I trusted yeah. that dude in my life. But I can see Bernie like edging Clink out in that one, and I love Clink. I've seen Clink the other day. I can see why Bernie might edge him out. The Clink is one yeah, of my favorite trust about people. That, man. Something uh, when that, but there's something to trust about in that face. And you know, when I saw the peer, like when I saw his face the other day, I was laughing. And it was the Pierce Bernie face I've seen in in years. That's when he finished that uh, that that beer that uh, f back. He threw it back. So when he threw it. He said, "Hey, I, I pull back score," and he threw the beer back. Right? It wasn't how he threw it back. It wasn't the fact that it was only a Stella. So woohoo! It was the fact that he finished it, boy. And then he looked over there with his jeans and like teddy bear smile at you. But that was Bernie. That little like that three seconds left at the end. Oh, that's Bernie. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing to do with the rest. It was that pure, you know, that cleanness. Like he finished it, he smiled, and he looked at you, and this is really me. This is, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to. Describe it. I don't know how to describe it. But it's not the fact that it was a Stella, because it was Stella B. I mean, we could do better than that. It wasn't the yeah. fact anything. It was the fact that you looked over there and said, "Oh no!" Just look at the video, guys, and look at his face at the end. And look it's how so he's good. smiling. Real. It's so good. I've been, no. I've, people have been hating on the Stella. I gotta, I gotta have, uh, I gotta have well, something on, just B. in what the you think gonna What do you think we're gonna happen? How <laughs> impressed can we really be? You, you want to be, uh, honestly, I didn't think we were gonna score that much. Stella, I didn't think the fullback was gonna score this year. So I didn't yeah, have cans of beer. Yeah, we can't be impressed with a Stella, man. Yeah, I know. You needed Wisconsin beer. You, you needed an L. You needed something that was deep and dark. You know. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, need, he needs some Berghoff red is what he needed. Oh, <laughs> that was deep and pullback heat. Oh man, I guess yeah, I will yeah. never do that. I'm gonna run outside uh, uh, and get beer if the fullback ever scores again. I'm never gonna drink one. <laughs> no, you need, like I told you, you just need to have like you need to have a stash of just like Miller Lights sitting in the fridge for that exact purpose. They they can't be they can't sit there. They can't sit in the fridge because then I told you, man, yeah. be they sit in my mind. And I'm like, you're gonna drink hey, that after work to just chill out. Hey, when I say this dude's hitting some powerful stuff right now, folks, this is for another show. But what he's telling you is, when there's a problem, you 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 don't make it so accessible. So you don't just have it there waiting on me if I know I'm gonna get. It. So, hey, folks, he's tapping into something big right now. <laughs> I love moving it. Problems away <laughs> around from his accent. I love it. I, I leave the beer at the store so I don't drink it. It's exactly <laughs> what I do. You know, I gotta go to the store to get it. So like at least and I don't and that, I'm, sometimes I'm lazy to go and I don't want to go, oh, so I don't get at least it. Least the laziness might save me alone. Like <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh man, this is a good one, fellas. Good stuff. Thank All right, we're gonna we're gonna so wrap much. it up there. This was BY, right. thank you so much. This was so wonderful. Like like Matt said, like I'm gonna be floating on Cloud Nine for a week. Or at least until the game on Saturday. We'll see how that yeah, goes. Yeah. That always raises my blood pressure. So Well, yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. As a quick thank you, like not to say too much, but hey, B B thanks, B. Dude, thank Matt, you. B, thanks. 
thank y'all for even figuring out a reason that is good enough to bring me on here. Because I'm like, this will not be the last time we see you. We will see you many more times. They can't see my face yet because you know that I got the whole Batman thing going. Yeah, we'll talk about the next show. We'll talk about that next show. Why I have my face for a reason. There's a reason behind this. Okay, that works for us. We just know all it's right, you. Man, call, me, call me, man. Text me. Let me know how it all went, man. I, I was will. just talking. Maybe I, I said too much. I said too little. But nah, I was you just did. You're perfect. It's you're perfect. perfect. And until next time, Welcome. on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin, you're Fiji. On Wisconsin. Be Fiji. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.